Welcome to WP Tonic, episode 153. Today we're looking at a 2016 year in review for WordPress and for our podcast. Uh, Jonathan, uh, want to introduce yourself, my beloved co-host? You're still you're still thrown by us not having a guest, aren't you, John? I am way thrown. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself if we don't have a guest. I'm not going to tell you, John. <laughs> No, he's a little bit prone, folks. Um, I'm the founder of WP Tonic, and we're a maintenance service company um, that supports online businesses, bloggers, food bloggers, and also we've got another side where we support agencies, graphic designers looking for a, a partner um, around making themes and plugins. Very good. And I'm John Locke. I run my own small studio as well, Lockdown Design. And uh, I help people with their blue-collar industry sites, specifically with local SEO or WooCommerce integration. Um, Can I ask a question? Know, Can I ask a question? What do you, yeah. Why do you say blue-collar? <laughs> why do I say blue-collar? Because, um, yeah, I just, it just seems like I, uh, a lot of the people that I pick up like for my own clients are blue-collar industries, you know? Um, They're the ones making the money. <laughs> yeah, real. So, oh, yeah, I just say blue collar. I need to. I, I, I mean, definitely. I will say this. This is one thing we we're going to talk about, like in 2017, for sure. But I need to niche that down further as well. And and I think it's just because I, well, you know, have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And uh, it's a it's a it's a end of show episode, folks. So I'll be the teasing man. So are you going to change it to green collar? <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm making the green. Um, no, nah, I need to kind of pick Let's like get, one or I've two thrown everything here. into it. Let's get back onto the subject. I apologize, yeah. John. So, yeah, so definitely, no, that brings up a good point. You know, um, you know, the state of, uh, of, of WordPress yes. in, in 2016, let's talk about like that first. Uh, a lot of things like happened in 2016 with WordPress. Uh, they introduced the WP term object. Uh, that's kind of geek speak, but um, if you're a programmer, you'll uh, kind of follow like that. Um, they cleaned up some bugs, some longstanding bugs that were in WordPress. Uh, it used to be a bug uh, where you couldn't have the same slug for category and uh, a post. And, and yeah, they that, finally was, that was such, that was painful, wasn't it? <sighs> That was like a long-standing one that they finally, um, you know, took really, care of. That yeah. was really, really painful, wasn't it? I've had that. It, it I've had that. Yeah. And I thought to myself, oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that, that was a big one. Um, was, I, think well, probably, well, I wouldn't say a big one, but if you're, if you're dealing with it, it seems yeah. pretty big, doesn't it? But I agree with you. And it's been, a, you know, it's not headline stuff, but it's been pretty yeah, good, really. They've, re they've really been on a bug killing feast in 2016 haven't they yeah they, they uh i think we had three major releases in 2016 and in this last one they uh they finally got the the rest api uh endpoints merged into wordpress core which is that is the big headline um honestly of of this year of like, I wordpress think, development i really think it would have you know it, it wouldn't yeah, I don't want to over-dramatise things, you know. I don't want to join the Twitter storm, do I, John? But I think I think if they hadn't managed to do that and they had allowed it, there were rumours people in the development team publicly said it looked like interest was waning. They were looking at other technologies. I was supposed to get in this. I forgot her name. I apologise. Um, she was on the Matt report, wasn't she? Talking. She was Rachel, Rachel Rachel Baker. Yeah, sorry, Rachel. I yeah. apologise. Fantastic developer and lady. Um, it really, you know, it sounded almost like it wasn't going to happen, and I, I think that would have been quite sad. But at, but in the end, it was committed. In you know, great, isn't it? No, I I think it, it's a major thing, and and part of it too is because. You know, for those that are just getting into WordPress or, or maybe just kind of work with it but don't understand the, the nuts and bolts of it, 
WordPress is, is kind of, um, it's, it's like the other CMSs like Drupal and Joomla. It's really based on PHP and it's got a whole mix of other things, you know, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript in there. But essentially it's a PHP templating language. Now in recent years, they've been like incorporating like more and more JavaScript in it. And specifically, um, they've been doing experiments with, uh, making custom WordPress admin screens with the Clipso project. That That's like a big one. But uh, with, with the REST API, uh, what a lot of that is going to do is, is basically it's going to enable a lot more of using WordPress as a database for web applications. Exactly. Um, exactly. Um, yeah. This is, I don't know if you agree with it. What the thing was, folks, was that if, you know, if you went, we both live near the Bay Area. John's a bit closer than mm-hmm. me. Um, if you go down to any kind of Bay Area conference in web development and design, um, you know, it's mobile first, isn't it, John? It's applications, mobile first, and it should be, really, shouldn't it? But then um, the problem was, you know, um, getting WordPress to work with a, a mobile application and... Um, it doesn't fly really does it at the present moment and what you know to me you got all the other things but a lot of developers in the bay area just totally dismissing wordpress for a couple other reasons as well um but a big thing was it was very very difficult to build a decent application and get it to communicate with a wordpress database wasn't it yeah, and and because basically you only had limited options to, to make that. What the REST API is going to enable is people can use all sorts of languages to tap into the database and you know pull that information out. Or um, you know the the biggest thing would I think that it's going to do is going to attract like a more diverse set of developers to WordPress, to, and they'll be able to you know work with it. So people who write in different languages can still get use out of WordPress. It won't just be for blogging. I know that in recent years they've started to see like an increasing percentage of uh, um, WordPress uses where it's used inside like a web application and not just as a static website. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see where it goes from here. Um, uh, what were some other news stories uh, as far as like WordPress itself that, that stood out to you this year, Jonathan? It's gone so quick, isn't it? I, I really can't believe that. I really don't even know where 2016 has gone. Um, be quite truthful. I know that's a lot of people say that, but it, I really honestly don't know where it's gone. Um, and, um, I, I really think, you know, that, uh, um, I think there's been some ups and down stories, isn't there? Um, but I think on the positive side, I actually think what was announced at WordCamp, um, uh, US was very positive, especially the, um, Matt's, um, state of WordPress speech. Um, the decision to go back to, the older, you know, um, shows you how, because I've been involved in WordPress since 2009. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did my first, I got my first Rocks books, um, developing plugins. I've got the bought that and I, I spent three months building a couple of themes by hand, trying to work it all out. <laughs> so I've been around it and that was before the menu system um, was incorporated. Um, there was some kind of plug-in solutions and hacks. But um, when I got into it, they they didn't have these committed release times. You know, it was whenever they felt like it. And um, they've gone back to that old system, and I, I think it's a better system. I, I was listening to um, Pippin Williams of Applied Filters podcast yesterday and he um his latest episode and he he's got certain worries he he wasn't so enthusiastic about it going back because obviously if you haven't got any prefined date you know it can just drift forever couldn't it um i don't think that's going to be a allowed actually um matt really pointed at like three to four areas that they're going to concentrate 
their uh, attention on. And um, they were, to my mind, obviously other people are going to disagree with this, and it's all grey, isn't it, John? But I thought they were, he was spot on on the areas that really need some attention, some loving, you know, and pushing forward. So I, I thought it was a great um, announcement, the right announcement, and um, I think Matt really kind of answered... Um, you know, there were other parts of the, you know, around Calypso, but which I slightly disagreed. And, um, but on the other hand, I also think a lot of developers are worried about, you know, they're having to work every day on projects and then they're expected to become um, JavaScript experts, aren't they? Um, I think it's going to take longer. Um, this this will be a, like a year two year um, period, and I, I think you as a as a developer you'll be able to kind of have enough time to actually brush up your JavaScript skills. Uh, do you think I'm waffling, John, or did you think there's any sense in what I just said? Well, I think like the web development world in general is moving more toward JavaScript and the various libraries that are being used the wordpress it's already got like uh some libraries like included in there uh backbone is one i know that clip so it's i believe is written in react um so i i think there's a lot of opportunity uh like a lot of our guests this year they said to go back and learn the basics of javascript just regular vanilla JavaScript, and then you'll have a much better understanding of some of these libraries. And I think that's probably, you know, if people haven't, that's probably a good time to, to do it is like right now. Because I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a lot more customizable uh, admin screens, kind of like similar to what Happy Tables has done yeah. with WordPress. So I think and, that's going to be And option, option monster. But I don't think they even use... I'm not even sure their back-end system uses wordpress i don't i need to check that yeah i i don't know off the top of my head either no. um what did you think of what i said about the actual announcements about releases i think the release schedule going back to instead of like they were tr in the past two or three years which is a lot of the time that i've been involved with wordpress it seems like they've had either three or four release schedules per year and um, I think in one of these episodes, too, uh, our friend Morton Rand Hendrickson mentioned that it's kind of like a freight train barreling down the track at a 110% uh, of uh, the actual capacity. And I think maybe to step back for a moment and not just do releases just because it's what's on the schedule might be good. And I think... Uh, another thing that, that we didn't mention this year is WordPress is actually powering 27% of all websites on the web, which is enormous. Uh, that's, that's a huge number. And um, I think their goal is to get to 50%. And to get that next uh, 22%, I think is going to be a lot more difficult than it, than it was to get to the 27% that they're at now. So I think, you know, slowing down the, the release schedule is allowing them to make some of the necessary changes that might need to happen. For example, a lot of people are pointing at, um, Carl Hancock of uh, Gravity Forms has pointed this out too, that the experience and the way WordPress works on WordPress.com, uh, you know, if you do a, uh, a hosted solution with them is very different than if you are doing a self-hosted version of WordPress, like a WordPress.org version. And at some point it, it, it may necessitate some sort of fork or some sort of modulization of WordPress to where you can take certain elements and uh, use them. So I, I'm not really sure, you know, where they're going to go from here, but, I think stepping back on the, the production schedule and the release schedules is probably giving them time to kind of reflect on where they want to go next. Yeah, uh, I am in total agreement, and I think nobody can really tell you. I'm not even sure Matt really. Um, obviously, he's probably got a yearly plan, but these are very big issues, aren't they? Um, um, 
I really don't have much experience of WordPress.com. I haven't been there for quite a long time. I I really haven't had much experience of other content management systems. I I had some websites I developed in the Expression Engine, but that was over four years ago. Um, I'm just gobsmacked about how the time has gone. Um, and I haven't really got any active um, experience of Drupal at all. Um, so... I think what Matt was saying also that what he sees the real threat are kind of hosted talk there folks um solutions like um Shopify Wix um there that's where he sees I think he sees a lot of the threat coming from really yeah and I I do think that too and I think in recent years you've seen um you know a lot of you know, and they kind of had a duster. Uh, Wix had a mobile app that was basically, you know, lifting some of WordPress's code uncredited. There's a whole dust up about the GPL and open source software and giving credit where credit's due. But um, I, I, I do think that's true. I think they're putting a lot of effort into WordPress.com, the hosted version. And I think that's why they acquired WooCommerce a year and a half ago is to yeah. compete with yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, but aren't you surprised though? You know, I'm not I'm not diminishing the technical difficulty of this at all. But on the other hand, look, you just said it a year and a half ago, and it's still not part of WP. You know, WordPress.com hasn't yeah. got a e-commerce solution. Aren't you slightly surprised that it's taken so long? I don't think I'm like necessarily surprised because, like I said, I, I think there's a lot of things that are different about doing self-hosted WordPress and WordPress.com. WordPress.com is is it's a huge multi-site installation. All the sites that are hosted on it, from the VIP on down, it's a huge multi-site um, network. And I think introducing something like a plugin like WooCommerce, which is you know, a, a full-blown like web application in itself, but one that's made for the self-hosted version of WordPress. Like if you're going to host your own site and integrating it into a network-wide, um, you know, hosted solution, there there's going to be some things that um, need to be translated. Uh, so I'm not as, as super surprised. I, I didn't think it was going to happen like, you know, just like, you know, they buy it and instantly it's like integrated, but... Uh, you know, it, I, I think it'll happen eventually. I, I think it's uh, when you're dealing with enterprise software, even if it is open source, you know, I, I think there's a lot of moving very carefully to make sure that, that things work exactly as they're intended to and that the experience is a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah all good comments. Um, yeah, there's been a few... There's been a few bust ups, but on looking back at um, the, um, a lot of it, um, the Wix thing. What can you say about it? Um, I, I think I think in some ways legally, um, if you don't defend um, open source, um, um, it lose you, you lose your ability to defend it. So you, you've got to be a bit more proactive than most people think you should be. Maybe. Um, um and then you you had the thing with um oh goodness gracious about uh, Matt buying that domain name and having it redirected uh Jeff Pearson yeah, yeah. like the thesis guy the thesis yeah. that kind of broke up again didn't it that that reared its head again that little monster didn't it well i think it's been a long standing feud I mean, that, that wasn't really a surprise. I think that that's just some bad blood that, you know, just kind of came to a head. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I personally wouldn't have done that, but I don't know all the ins and outs of it, um, nor do I want to really. Um, no, probably not. I mean, like I said, I, I don't have a dog in the fight really. And so, no. you know. Um, and then you had... Um, just before WordPress.com, you had the um, this flare up with a major sponsor, didn't you? Yeah, and and see that's something uh, that happened just recently. Uh, the WordCamp US Pantheon uh, it was a major sponsor of the event. They they plunked down like a hundred G's 
to uh, sponsor the event. And there is the uh, there is a hotel. Basically, it was the official hotel of WordCamp. But uh, I guess it wasn't in the contract that they couldn't do a separate deal with a hotel. And so they did that separate deal with the hotel and they put their branding material and their advertising in the elevator and, you know, all in the hotel. And I, the WordCamp organizers um, said, you can't do that. And it ended up getting escalated. I think some harsh words were exchanged because they ended up being asked to leave. Uh, their money was refunded. They were, they were asked to leave um, this, this big event. Um, because I, I, I think possibly like some things were said. Uh, and then I think they, they met later personally with Matt Mullenweg and, and they hashed everything out. But, uh, um, you know, and I, I, that is another thing that I want to bring up that happened this year too. Um, the word camp foundation, uh, formed its own separate, yeah. uh, you know, entity like nonprofit tort sort of thing. The the WordCamps won't be uh, funded by the foundation. I don't have it in front of me. The actual name of the thing is, but it's like a separate entity that will fund the WordCamps. So, yeah, um, I don't know how that's going to play out. You know, he was saying that he was doing it for legal protection of the foundation to some extent because you know something happened in the WordCamp. Um, at the present moment, and that regrettably they got sued. It could um, it could actually threaten the foundation and its assets. So, um, which is totally understandable, you know, when you're living in America, being sued. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, um, yeah. Um, so, but I just thought because he was a bit strange, wasn't it, for the for like for a couple of months before before um the last few weeks there wasn't much wordpress news and then a lot of stuff erupted did it yeah that's true it was, it was a few slow news weeks and yeah. that well more than that it was a few i thought it was a couple of months period where there wasn't too much and before that we got into uh, on our round table shows we were having a bit of um a doggy session of on kind of depressive stories around wordpress weren't we 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 decided as a group to stop, didn't we? We got therapy, didn't we, John? Yeah, and and that's a perfect segue, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, to to kind of you know start into our uh, year on the podcast. Um, there was a period where a lot of people were being very vocal. Yeah, you know, well, people well, in the WordPress community. I, I should say it shouldn't be the whole community, but there is a couple, you know, higher profile people that were like, you know, kind of um, voicing discontent. Uh, with the with the community, and I think everybody's situation is a little bit different, but yeah, I was getting a little depressive there for a while. Um, you know, and 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 one thing that I want to bring up too is is uh, we asked uh, Matt Medeiros in episode one twenty. You know, we asked him the question: Is it getting harder to make money in WordPress? I we've interviewed a lot of people this year uh, that seem to, you know, be doing just fine. Um, and some of the, a lot of those people are like making WordPress products, like whether it's a plugin or a theme or some sort of service. But I think it really depends on like what you have to offer. Is it like filling a need and is it uh, different enough from everything else out there that people are willing to, to pay for it? I, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? Is oh, it, is it's, it, it's very, very difficult, isn't it? Because... Um, in some ways, the tools to you know the tools to enable um, people to get something up. You know, there's the, the I've seen some websites recently that were developed using the GoDaddy tool. Um, that's enough. Of, that's another thing we didn't really. Well, let's keep keep on subject, Jonathan, and then I can add the sure. other. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and. Um, you got those tools. You got Shopify. You got Wix. You got what's the other one, John? <laughs> so, uh, there's Weebly, Squarespace. Squarespace. Um, yeah. um, you know, uh, I think Squarespace and Shopify are two of the strongest um, online tools. There's a bit more. There's definitely more choice out there. But I think a lot of the um, um, Squarespace. I was, I have seen quite a lot of agencies 
kind of PR firms using Squarespace a bit. Um, um, I think as as a kind of semi-professional tool, that's one of the most mature, and I have seen professionals, quasi-professionals, using it. Um, on the DIY, still Squarespace and Wix, and, and if you're looking at e-commerce, Shopify... So there are more choice, but on the other hand, um, to actually get a result, you know, it, it, to say now that, you know, almost in even in niches, there's so many players. So you really got to have a well-worked-out website. And if you're serious... And I'm not being disparaging here. If you're, if you're just a very, very small business retail whatever um a blue collar business um you were never going to spend an enormous amount on your website anyway even if there are other choice there were no other choices i'm waffling now um folks because it, it i feel it's a very complicated and i'm getting very contradictory signals from different areas and different people basically john no, I feel you. I I, I I think what you're trying to say is, um, you know, there are some businesses that will invest in their website, and then there are some businesses that will never invest in their website. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I think um, if you're an if you have an entrepreneurial spirit and you're willing to adapt to what the market is and like what people's needs are, and actually find the needs that aren't being addressed. And, and find a way to deliver like more value uh, to people, whether that's through a product or a service, then I think that, that you'll be fine. But uh, just expecting things to stay the same always is, is never going to be a way to make it in technology. Um, so I, I think it's a matter of like defining like what you bring to the table and, um, you know, letting people know like, you know, how you're different. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, because you know, I, I think um, I think WordPress has been a little bit squeezed outside. Squeeze. I'm not even sure that terminology is correct. Um, I, I think you know, um, yeah. And then um, I was talking to a, a director of a Nevada. I won't get too much detail because I don't want to embarrass the gentleman or cause any controversialism, which there isn't a word. Sorry, folks. Um, um, he was head of an IT department of a Nevada um, agency, put it that way. And I was having a chat with him, and um, they, they were using a lot of JavaScript and Cold Fusion, John, for their website. Oh, nice. Retro. Oh, lovely. And they said that um, <laughs> they felt it was more secure to use a, a, a system owned by Adobe, and then they use javascript a lot blah 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 and then i and then i said i said to him well um he asked me what i was doing i said oh wordpress and um i said uh, the two things that really interest me recently folks is still wordpress and facebook basically they're the two things that have been t- taking my interest really um and I said, oh, well, wordpress and he said oh he said yeah we we looked at that it's not secure and I put myself, please, you know, um, I'm still hearing this. So on the corporate side, there's, there's still this thing, it's open source and it's not secure, or Drupal's more state. You know, these kind of fairy tales, to some extent, are still very prevalent, aren't they, John? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I've we've talked to different security professionals during the year, and and we've read numerous articles by people within the WordPress community as well, talking about how um, when you're controlling like, you know, 25, 26, 27% share of all the websites in the world, you're going to be a bigger target. So when there are uh, sort of hacks and stuff like that, those are going to get more publicity than, you know, something else that's got maybe 2% or 1% of the market. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is any site can be hacked. Uh, any site at all in, in the world can be hacked. Um, uh, it's just a matter of, of 
you know, is it going to be hacked? The more popular a site is, the larger chance it's going to be hacked. Um, you know, all any CMS, any type of platform can can be hacked. It's just a matter of, you know, how much effort do the hackers want to put into it? So, yeah. Um, so um, let's go through some of the interview. Let's go through a couple, and then we we'll go for our break. Um, I'll probably, you know, as you would, I'll probably go for the latest ones. Um, Josh Pollock. I did enjoy that interview, John. Uh, Josh is a bit of a character. And I think he's um, done well to develop uh, Corrada forms. Um, and um, I just enjoyed the discussion with him. How did that, what did you feel about that? So that that was definitely one of our, our uh, more recent interviews. And, and he was talking about, uh, developing Caldera forms uh, and some other things that he does at Caldera Labs there. Um, you know, I, one thing that I noticed with him is is he's a super smart programmer, but he also knows how to tell a product story. Uh, he knows how to market things. And, and this is a common thread that I've noticed with, with the people that um, we've interviewed that have found success is not only are they good at building a product and doing the development, but they also know how to tell a product story. And, and that's one of the big things that I took away from him. Um, super smart guy though. Uh, yeah. Super great, good yeah. programmer. Yeah. I just yeah. enjoyed the conversation. It was, it was yeah. broad. Was it? We covered a lot of territory in that discussion, didn't we? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think um, Lee Jackson, um, the interview of the WP Innovator podcast. Yep. And Lee joining us um, on our round tables and hopefully he's going to continue have the time to be able to be a kind of semi-regular um, on our round table. He's been a great find and he just turned out to be a great guy and he laughs at my jokes, doesn't he, John? Yeah, you guys seem to have like an excellent rapport together. Uh, Lee Jackson, he runs like a, uh, a WordPress podcast as well that's also, uh, you know, got a lot of people listening to it. And he runs a uh, white-level WordPress agency where he builds themes and plugins uh, for larger clients. Uh, and he's found a lot of success. Uh, he has made, like, a few panel appearances on our Saturday uh, show, and, and we interviewed him in episode 145, I believe. Um he shared he's shared a lot of great tips about building a small agency in the WordPress space. Uh, I would definitely go check that out. And uh, you know, yeah, and I, I love watching you guys. Uh, you know, just get along and and uh, uh, seeing the Englishness flow. Yeah, yes. I think we should go for a break, John. And yeah, let's go for a break. Back. Yeah, let's go for a break. Okay, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the 2016 year in review. Back after the break. Buying or selling a home in the greater Reno Tahoe area? I know the best CRS real estate broker, and that's Karen Conrad. And you can find her at karenconrad.com or call directly at 775-527-7021. We're coming back from the break and we're talking in the 2016 uh, year in review. And we're, t- we're talking about mo- mostly about the podcast. Uh, did Can you take a guess, uh, Jonathan, I, I looked this up. I oh dear. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> do you, do you know what episode? Do you know what episode uh, was the first one of uh, 2015 or 2016? I should say. I haven't got a clue. I think it, it, it uh, looks like it was uh, episode 76. Wow. Uh, where you and Bill interviewed uh, Heather Havenwood. Oh yes, Heather. Yes, yep. yes, Heather. Oh, did you enjoy that interview, John? Yeah, it was like a long interview. Uh, you guys had a lot of people in uh, January. Uh, you talked to uh, you had John Overall on the the panel in episode seventy nine. Uh, we had the you guys had the first of of two interviews uh, that we had with Zach Gordon from Treehouse. Oh, Zach! John- um, I, I really like Zach. What what do you feel about those, John? Uh, I liked both of those interviews. I liked the one that you guys uh, did, you and Bill, and the one that we did with him and uh, later on. I think it was episode 103. Uh, he's a good guy. I've actually met him at uh, a WordCamp before, um, and I, I know him 
from when I very first started doing web development, I was a moderator on the Treehouse forums for a little while. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so uh, I, yeah, I have a great rapport with Zach. Um, I think he's a good guy. He's, he's one of the true good guys of WordPress. Very, uh, very knowledgeable, very straightforward, a man of his words, great yeah. uh, educator. I really wish him well with his JavaScript course. It seems to be building, and he must have put a ton of work in that, not only himself, but his team. But um, I received an email from about it yesterday and had a quick went to the website and had a quick look around to see what he was up to and it seems to be going well doesn't it john no he's he's achieving a lot of his success uh being a wordpress educator and i think that's really good uh also i think that's his passion isn't it really you know wordpress and education really isn't it I, i think it really is that's his true calling that really is his calling you know, but he, a very knowledgeable and a very decent guy, basically. Uh, yep. You can send me the check next week. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Also on. in uh, January, uh, you guys talked to uh, Anka Masu, uh, who uh, talked about the REST API and uh, working with WordPress and Enterprise. We've seen her talk at WordCamp Sacramento uh, just a couple months ago. Um, how did you, what do you remember about that interview? Uh, did you enjoy it? I did. It's, um, I can't say, I'm, <laughs> but she's another very knowledgeable, um, lady. Um, she, the, she's been involved in code quite a bit, hasn't she? And, um, she knows a lot of people in the business, doesn't she? Definitely a long career. Um, definitely a good person. Uh, kind of an extended uh, person of our uh, WordPress uh, posse. Uh, in in February, we had a, we had a couple people who we really do consider like close friends of the show. Uh, you had Jason Tucker on, and we had one of our best friends in WordPress, Bridget Willard. Oh, Bridget. Yep. Bridget. Yeah, what can you say about Bridget? Um, fantastic member of the WordPress community. Um, member of a great WordPress plugin shop. Um, just um, and she laughs at my jokes, doesn't she, John? Hey, that's a good criteria. You know, uh, she, you know that's the main criteria, as far as I'm concerned. Do they laugh at my English jokes, John? Yep, definitely. And we've learned a lot, like from um, you know from her about doing social media. We've learned a lot from Jason Tucker, you know, seeing how he uh, runs the water cooler, WP water cooler. He's, uh, uh, he's just a really decent guy, isn't he, John? Just a, he, a really straightforward um, stand-up guy, isn't he, really? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you know, anybody, if anybody said anything bad about him, I, I would be really very, very surprised. I haven't heard anything, have you? No, nobody's ever said a bad word about Jason. No, just as you just sense it that he's a very um, solid. You know, there's a lot of people. You know, that's that, that's the contradiction of two hundred six. When, when I was just saying that, that's been the bit of the contradiction because a lot of the people um, we've met through the podcast, Jason. You know, the other people you just mentioned is just really fantastic people, and then you've had this kind of backsnapping dagger kind of drawn stuff on twitter haven't you the two don't really meet you know you wonder well maybe they're just different people i I, you know it doesn't really um, add really does it well i i think um the wordpress community is very large and i think when you're talking about the people who are known that's maybe like the you know one percent of the one percent um and, you know, it, it's when you get like that many people in a community, like overall, there's not everybody's going to be best friends. So I don't stress it. Nah, it you know, uh, yeah, that's true. In, the, in, in March, I know that you and Bill uh, talked to Russell Aaron. Uh, <laughs> Russell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Russell. Um, yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a cool dude. You know, he ran a really good um, Las Vegas um a las vegas um word camp. um he's very active i think he's moved to reno i'm not sure um because i know he had a he um he had family ties in reno and then he moved but he, i think i'm probably wrong there he's probably still in las vegas um barbecuing um 
probably still barbecuing. But no, very yeah. knowledgeable guy, isn't he? Um, and uh, he's been a member of the WordPress community for a long time. And he, he, you know, just really very knowledgeable on a very broad range of topics, isn't he? No, and he's a real character, really uh, humorous, funny guy, makes you laugh, uh, fun to be around. Um, met him uh, at the 2015 WordCamp in Sacramento. Just a good guy to be around, uh, super uh, skilled with Gravity Forms. And this year, his uh, his own maintenance company, Maintain, got acquired by uh, Web Dev Studios. So, you know, congrats there. I um I enjoyed that and uh, yeah sorry I I um enjoyed that interview. oh no go ahead yeah I enjoyed that interview with Chris Hawkins oh yeah uh, episode one twelve uh we we've really become like kind of uh close buddies this year um he's uh, lives down the way like in Visalia but he runs his, he's been running his own consulting uh, shop Kojian Systems for you know almost twenty years. Uh, he knows a lot about consulting and knows a lot about software projects. Um, super smart guy to learn from. He's run his own podcast, Chasing Product. He's going to be launching a new podcast, uh, in 2017. Oh, he's, go- he's coming back to podcasting, is he? He's coming back to podcasting. I think that's a good decision because he was very, very good at it. I have to listen to some of his old episodes from his old podcast. Um, he got some. Uh, re- he did some really great interviews on that podcast. Um, but um, he was on show one hundred and twelve, folks, and um, go and listen to it. <clears throat> I think we covered some really interesting stuff in that interview. He, um, he kind of opened my eyes a little bit. Yep. Definitely, there's a retro one, I think, that right before I came on as a permanent co-host, uh, it was episode 88, you guys had Rebecca Gill on uh, for a repeat episode, and I just got a lot out of that episode, uh, SEO, and just a philosophy of doing it the right way, not trying to game the system, but trying to do SEO the right well, way. Well, I can say is Ruth Becker is one of the smartest business women in WordPress. Um, um, her, her life story is, um, you know, I'm not going to overdo it, you know, but her life story, if you find out about, you know, there are other interviews that go over her, uh, her life story, how she met, and it's quite inspiring, really. She's a very determined lady, very, very methodical. And also, she's generally very similar to, in private to what she's like um, in public. Very straightforward, very honest, and um, prepared to have a chat with anybody. Um, she's very, very busy, though, so you've got to keep that in mind. She can't just drop things and just have a chat with you. But if she can, she she always gave me the impression that she would help somebody. Yeah, definitely. I always get that impression from her, too. I've only met her in person once, but she seemed to be like a very good person. Every time I've interacted with her, like, you know... Um, uh, you know, well, she's, you know she, she's managed to just you know establish not only a theme shop but they do um client work as well and also she's got a family and other commitments so she's got a lot of balls up in the air isn't she john well what i respect about rebecca and web savvy marketing is they actually do things like give back to the community they sponsor things in their own local community they give to um, you know, uh, like kids and, and stuff like that. And they, and they try and help people in their own local community, which is like really, uh, you don't see a lot of, of businesses doing that. And I, I think that's like really awesome. So, And then we've got show 98 with Devin Walker. What can we say about Devin? Uh, Devin is like a really uh, straightforward guy. He's a really good guy. He runs Word Impress, which they make the 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 Give Donation plugin, which is is their flagship product. They also make like a ton of other products uh, for uh, local businesses where you can embed like different reviews, and yeah. and they do the the Map Builder uh, Pro widget. Uh, so Word Impress is really taking off. Like they're pushing. Uh, the give plug in really hard. Uh, our friend Bridget works for them. 
Um, but, but he's like a really smart guy, really sharp. Um, he's really involved in the web community down there in San Diego and the WordPress community everywhere. Runs a great company. Yeah, he's just um, he's just a really impressive um, guy. Basically, yeah, you know, I'm sick of him. Really, you know, not only is he talented, he's good looking. <laughs> he's got a fantastic, got a very you know lovely wife. You know, goes to Europe, doesn't he? But no, to be serious, folks, they're they're very hard working team. They're a machine, aren't they, John? Not only oh, on the, yeah. the quality of their plugins, but their marketing, you know, with uh, with their team, they're just um, amazing. Um, but he's another. He's like um, he's another person when you meet him. Very, very straightforward, very decent guy, isn't he? Uh, he's a good guy. Yes, definitely. I hope all these people are going to be sending me checks in the new year, John. I hope so. <laughs> uh, in episode. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. In episode 100, we had a really great discussion with our friend Morton, uh, who's, uh, you know, kind of a semi, uh, he makes appearances on the panel, you know, now and then, but uh, uh, he's a he's a reoccurring panel member. And, uh, you know, uh, he was there in episode 50. And uh, we had him back in episode 100. Great, great uh, discussion. Um I, you know, I would not only check out that episode, but he did a guest episode on the Matt report that I would definitely check out. Uh, he, he really, uh, you know, cares about like a philosophy of, of the web. Uh, we're lucky to have him in WordPress. He's like a well-known guy outside of WordPress in, in the larger web community. And with good reason, um, super intelligent guy. Oh, it's one of the brightest people I've met really. Um, the, the, um, he can go deep when he needs to, um, but also the broadness of the um, discussion topics that you can cover with him um, is just quite amazing. And um, mm-hmm. just an amazing educator in the WordPress area, really, isn't he? You know, um, I don't know how many developers, designers that he's inspired and um, helped them on their career, but they must be in the thousands or tens of thousands, mustn't they, John? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, he, he, he runs in a lot of different like circles, um, but he, he definitely is, uh, you know, I, I feel like a better person uh, for hanging out with him and, and, you know, just talking philosophy of, you know, building things on the web and because he's a student of, of actual philosophy as well. And, uh, so you know, I think is. that's really good. Then we had, um, we had, Cap- as I call him, Captain Bob on uh, 1010, didn't we? Yep, Bob Dunn. Bob Dunn made an appearance. Uh, definitely uh, something to check out. He talked about, you know, uh, you know, launching his new podcast, which is, uh, it's now called the, the, the WP e-commerce show. They talk about all things e-commerce. Right. Uh, we talked about building up his own personal brand, uh, you know, talking about uh, uh, being a WordPress educator as well. Um, you know, he's a self-made person. Good guy. Um, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just enjoyed that conversation in general, really. I thought it was quite, he took my humor well, didn't he? Because he lit, the reason why, because him and his um, wife, I'm not sure if they've moved, but they lived on an island near Seattle. So I always yes. thought, always thought that they they're they're on their boat on their yacht on their small yacht with the gin bottle. You know, I can see yeah. I can see um Bob being a very good host on a Sunday sail. Can you you kind of then you land and you can just about get off get off the ship if you know what I mean. Sure thing. <laughs> I I, th- I think I really slept on episode uh is one oh eight with Matt Miller who runs uh the the uh, school spirit vending. Uh, he's a self-made person. He yeah. was a, a veteran, and uh, you know it, it, we don't just talk to like WordPress developers. We actually talk to you know people who have built businesses. And and what I really appreciate appreciate about him is he had the entrepreneurial spirit, and he uh, built up like a whole uh, company uh, starting with the the very inauspicious. Um, thing of buying a gum, gumball machines, which he'd put in like different schools and, and sell them. Uh, you know, he bought into the, you know, reoccurring passive income thing. Um, and he built, you know, himself up very slowly, but, uh, you know, now he's doing quite well. 
and I, I thought it was a great... Um, it was a bit different, but I think you could get um, persistence, self-belief. Um, he was quite honest that, you know, at one stage he didn't have much money in the bank. And he had a, I think his wife, I, I would presume his wife was working, but he had a young family, he had a family and things weren't looking that good. And he managed to turn it around, didn't he, John? He really did, yeah. And and I think there's a lot to learn from that. Uh, you know, don't give up and believe in yourself and, you know, hold on to that vision. But, you know, take tangible steps to, to you know, build a business. And, and he did that by you know, uh, investing in himself, building assets. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really liked how, um, getting to the end of this, we do maybe I do one and then you do one and, and then we're wrapping yeah. up. John. Um, I quite like, um, episode one, two, four, where Matt Inlock of, uh, title pixel came on. Um, very knowledgeable guy, isn't he? Very, um, so young, yeah. John. So young, John. Um, but um, very... he's told you any looks, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But very, another very straightforward, very knowledgeable about um, agency running, an agency running a business in general, isn't he? Definitely. Uh, uh, you know, our friend Matt Inglot, uh, Tilted Pixel, like he talked all about, you know, not just building his uh, podcast freelance transformation, but, you know, the missteps that he made in like building an agency. And I think what a lot of people do, he talked uh, a, a lot about like what people think you need to do to like build an agency and, and how it got him in trouble. And then, you know, how he course corrected and built a micro agency that, uh, you know, serves his needs makes him happy he's you know making money um but he's not you know destroying himself in the process so a lot of like super lot of information in that episode which is 124 do you recommend that if you're you know if you're freelancing consulting or running an agency yeah definitely go check that one out um i would say uh, the the ones we got left here let's take a look Hold on here. Uh, you know, the one with Kai Davis, and I, I think that was 130. Which one was that? 131? No, it was 133. Kai Davis gave us a lot of information on, uh, you know, doing digital outreach, uh, consulting, you know, uh, building a podcast, uh, building your name. Uh, there is a lot of practical advice there. He... Uh, He's the co he co runs Brennan Dunn's Double Your Freelancing uh, classes now, and he also has a podcast called Make Money Online, which he co hosts with uh, another consultant, Nick DeSabato, which I think is like one of the slept on podcasts uh, that's out there. He gave us a lot of practical advice, uh, you know, a lot of practical advice that we're actually taking, um, you know. So if you're a person that's looking to get into podcasting or even not just that, but, you know, somebody who's in the space doing what we do, you know, doing digital marketing, doing web design, web development, doing some sort of consulting. Uh, he gave us a lot of tips on, on how to broaden your reach. Yeah. Super bright guy. Um, quite intense, but in a friendly way, um, um, but super bright and quite knowledgeable, um and he, he actually bought um down i bought his actual pdf folks and I, I, not many i do buy um but i actually bought his and um it's actually well written and it's got a lot of good advice um like anything you've got to put it into practice um which can you know you can find a thousand excuses why you don't do it um that's half the battle isn't it john is actually doing something <laughs> Yeah, it really, really is. You can, yeah, you can get caught up in the cycle of just like reading stuff, but never implementing any of it. So, Dude. yeah. Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up now, John. Uh, obviously, um, the key thing um, of 206 for when it comes to WP Tonic folks is John Locke coming on board. You know, um, you know, it's um, been a pleasure working with John in 2016. Also, Bill, my previous 
host contributed a lot um i learned a lot from bill um around podcasting i hope bill comes back into podcasting he had to take a slight break for family and business reasons but i think in 2017 he's going to go back into podcasting to some extent that's what he tells me um because he's very good at it actually john but yeah um, you agreeing um I, I think we've moved the show on hopefully you the audience think so um um i've known john for about two to three years now and um he's just a great guy folks always kept his word rock solid guy um just thank you for coming on the show and i think it's been yeah a bit, no it's been, problem my pleasure it's been a bit of a blast isn't it it definitely has um you know and and definitely you can uh check this out on on the wp tonic website if you go to the sponsorship page you can definitely see you know uh some of the recent improvement i mean for real uh a lot of the numbers are uh, moving in the positive direction um so definitely if, i just if think i just think in general uh, we've, we've covered a lot of interesting stuff in 2016 haven't we we're it's very difficult folks because um you want to keep it slightly around wordpress but on the other hand we just don't want to cover just wordpress if you understand what we mean folks because there's a lot of um running a site um getting traffic to it, it you know we, i just use it as an education um resource for myself folks <laughs> i think that's i think that's one of the biggest benefits of actually having uh this podcast you know and publishing twice a week is getting to talk to so many smart people you know whether it's curtis McHale or carrie ford or the, the guys from beaver builder everybody we talk to we learn something from so yeah i just use it as education free education training folks because um, absolutely you know like you know normally you have to spend a lot of money with these people but you get them on the show for 45 minutes plus and um, um you can pick their brain basically there yeah, it's all you know not bad is it john so no, it's uh, great so we're coming back in 2017 um hopefully continue the round table we've got some oh yeah definitely yeah, we and our regular people on the round table we got brian lee jackson we got jackie delia sally getch um morton is there sometimes lee jackson is there sometimes want to thank the other people that were on the panel during this year uh david lietta uh you know i know we had bridget willard on a couple times uh, matt inglot was on once uh nick mager uh adam fout you know made guest appearances you know every anybody else that i'm leaving out that definitely uh we had a great panel in, in uh, 2016, and that's going to continue in 2017. And we got some, oh, Brian, remember Brian Jackson as well. We've got two Jackson. Yeah. That's a yeah. Little, little, I, little bit confusing, yeah. isn't it? Um, yep. <laughs> but we um, we got some good guests in January coming on the show. Um, um, I'm sure, hopefully, you're going to enjoy the interviews. And Yeah, we... we, we Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm no, not trying to cut you just, off. There's, but, ma- there's many people that want to cut me off, John. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, you de- I, I just want to say this too. You have actually booked a lot of people. Like we've got January and uh, February like looking pretty booked. And you actually did an excellent job. I think people are going to be really happy um, with the lineup that we have come. And that's going to start uh, on next Wednesday's uh, show in 154, we're going to have Nate Wright from Theme of the Crop. He uh, makes WordPress themes for wet restaurants. Yeah, um, yeah he's, definitely. He's been on the Matt Report, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, and I think I've just seen him uh, on Carrie Dill's podcast as well. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, Carrie's, Carrie's coming back, isn't she? Carrie is coming back. The queen, uh, the queen of Genesis. Yeah, and we've got some more surprises in store for you. We've actually got some, uh, you know, some good guests that we're pretty excited to have on. So, so um, we like to wish you a happy new year. Don't get too sozzled. Don't do anything we would definitely, do, which isn't saying much. But there we go. We've got new artwork for the show. Hopefully, uh, I thought we both felt it was very appropriate artwork, wasn't it, John? Yeah, yeah, it fits. It just fits, uh, and and you'll see what we mean. Uh, definitely. Um, the last thing is like, if you are getting value from this podcast, be sure to leave us a detailed review on iTunes. Uh, if you don't have iTunes, you can also find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, 
uh, all the usual places. Uh, definitely, you know, uh, but, you know, give us a thumbs up, uh, give us a review and, uh, maybe we'll, uh, read it on air, you know? So yeah. it's great to hear from the audience because sometimes the numbers are growing quite substantially, but, um, it's great to get emails or leave comments on the episodes. You can do that folks. And we try yep. and leave more extensive notes into 16, which we have done and bonus video content as well. The conversation goes on normally after we're not going to do that now because you're probably <laughs> sick of had enough of us to blabbing on, on. Um, but, um, so, um, we we hope to increase the um, opportunity of you um, contributing to the shows and interacting with us a bit more in 2017. We're looking at different options, and hopefully I will get off my backside and get those organised. So I, I think we're going to round this up now, John. So we'd just like, like, once again, we'd like to wish both you and your family a great New Year's Eve, and be safe, and we'll see you in the new year. We'll see you in 2017. Be well, people. Peace out. Mm-hmm.